And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are in charge and they are at the wheel in the captain's chair and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Welcome to His Hard Line. I am Jason, your co-host, and again, with God and Jesus Christ at my side. So welcome to His Hard Line for episode 491. And we are going to be doing a reading out of Genesis chapter 22. Um, I might do a quick, short, little secondary show after this. It's definitely going to be shorter than last night's because, like I said, my mom flew in from Florida. So I'm going to have, you know, a nice four-day weekend off from work. But I'll still be doing some podcasts. Um, One of those days, I might do a podcast-free day, of course, you know, as usual, because I like to dedicate one day to my family. It's very, very important. That's one of the reasons why, again, at His Hard Line, we prioritize God first health and wellness second, because we need to take care of the body temple. And then, um, and then family comes third because God comes ahead of family and you got to take care of your health in order to take care of the family. And then the fourth thing comes country because we cannot restore the Republic and, you know, have a good solid country without having a solid 
family. We need to make sure we solidify those four walls. So I do have some things I'm going to touch on uh, on the second show. Uh, like I said, no real agenda. I haven't really been putting too much emphasis on things because, like I said, just uh, been kind of dealing with some mental brain fry lately. And so I'm just kind of just kind of chilling out, not really paying attention to the news. Not that, that that's really important anyways, because quite frankly, the news is, you know, it's junk. It's garbage. Um, everybody's so hung up on, oh, my gosh, they're going to arrest Trump. I cannot believe they're going to arrest Trump. They're going to indict him. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And it's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. So we need to, you know, just keep calm and relax. That's it. That's it. All right. So so anyway, but before we get started on the Genesis chapter 22 um, reading here, let me just pull something up here. Bear with me. I do have to read because I need to make sure I go over this periodically with every show. So. Again, as a disclaimer to the show, remember, as I always state periodically on the podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat, play one on TV. I'm not a financial advisor or any type of financial expert. I'm not a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a member of the bar. And therefore, I I do not give out legal advice. So I'm not a lawyer. I'm also not the official voice or face for the national, state, or county assemblies. And additionally, I don't advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless unless I reference other material. So there you go. So anyway, there you have it. So let me scroll back down. So anyways, I hope everybody is having a fantastic day. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, Happy Wednesday. You are halfway there. If you have a traditional work week, that's Monday through Friday. See me, I don't have a traditional work week. Mine varies. Sometimes I work through an entire weekend. Uh, Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have Friday, Saturdays off. I mean, it just depends. But you know what? For me, weekends, what's a weekend? You know what weekends are to me? Let me tell you what a weekend is to me. A weekend in the traditional sense that most people know it as, which is Saturday and Sundays. Um, I don't, I don't like Saturdays and Sundays. Now, here's why I, 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 I will say this. This is the only reason that actually I kind of get irritated. I wish that there would be, uh, you know, I could find a good solid church that does a church service during the week. But, you know, it seems like, you know, Sundays are typically the only days that church services do their thing. And sometimes you can find some that do does a service on Saturday night, uh, but not many, right? Not many, at least not the ones that I would care to go to. And so anyways, but, um, so for me personally, though, as far as the weekend goes, as far as the traditional sense of a Saturday and Sunday, I could care less to actually have weekends off. I'm more of a, let's have Thursday, Friday off kind of guy because everybody's still at work. All the kids are in school. My wife's a stay at home mom. And my kid is obviously a stay at home student. So we can go out and go enjoy ourselves without being bombarded and having, you know, the masses out because look, we're, we definitely are friendly people, people, but we don't like crowds. You know what I mean? We don't like crowds. Um, we don't like high volumes of people. And so it's perfect for us, for me to have my days off on like a Friday, Saturday or a Thursday, Friday. And so anyways, actually lately I've been having Friday, Saturdays off and get this, get this other than when I have to attend a state meeting, I'd much rather work Saturdays and have Thursday, Fridays off rather than Friday, Saturdays. Talk about weird, huh? (laughs) Talk about weird. How many people do you know 
that would rather work a Saturday than, than have it off. Well, that's me. That's us. That's, that's the Jones residence. We, that's, that's just who we are. Real quick, I just want to give some shout outs to some people that typically come in on the chat. Uh, Chris in Michigan, how you doing, brother? Glad to see you here. Always a pleasure when you come dropping in. Of course, my beautiful, lovely wife, Katie, right there with the little headphones and her little icon there. Always glad that she's coming to listen. And listen, let me tell you guys something. My wife is not a podcast person. She refuses to listen to talk radio, podcast, anything like that. In fact, when I put it on on the radio on a road trip, I start rolling and she's like, come on, really? Like, we got to listen to this. <laughs> you know, uh, but she's here and listens to this. So that's a big, huge honor. She doesn't do it because she's married to me because, you know, uh, there's probably a lot of other things she'd rather be doing. But um, for her to be coming over here and listening live, that's that's a pretty big honor for me. So that's pretty cool. Oscar, want to give Oscar a big shout out. As always, I actually listened to his um, his fundamental orders, uh, his reading of the fundamental orders of 1638. Now, that's a very important document, ladies and gentlemen. That was technically the first prototype of, uh, that was the prototype for our first constitution. Um, but that was really awesome. See, I encourage anybody and everybody to go out and start a platform, start a podcast, because the more voices that we have out there in the ether that's putting out this information and helping get the education out and the solid information that's not taught in schools and colleges, the more voices we have that do that, that have a true, genuine heart of a teacher and really want to help restore this republic the proper way, right? Not the way for profiting, but the true proper way, like doing it for God, right? Because we do all this. This is a labor of love. We do this as a calling from God, right? And so... It was, it was very awesome. And, um, I don't care who you are. You could just have a laptop. All right. And, and, you know, built in microphone, built in webcam or just built in microphone. And yes, look, I get it. When you have something that has just a built in microphone, even on a cell phone, you're going to get background noise. So if you ever have any questions and you want to know like what kind of mic you can get that just plugs in via USB, or, you know, if you're just doing it solely on your phone, there's actually microphones that you can buy very inexpensive at Best Buy, I might add, for like 50, 60 bucks. And I know that can be a chunk of change, but compared to how like other microphones can be out there, which can be extremely expensive, you know, 50, 60 bucks for like a, a, a solid microphone that plugs right directly to your phone or via USB on your laptop, you can actually drown out a lot of background noise. But again, just start somewhere and you build up. You just build up from it. And then next thing you know, it, God's going to provide all the resources you need to have better quality and, and better production. And, and look, it's not just about the best production, right? I mean, the information, the, the content is what's really important, right? That's what's really important. But just get started. Don't do like I did and sit on your hands for like eight, nine months and have a uh, paralysis of the analysis. Because what ended up happening was God ended up clipping me upside the head. And he basically said to me, look, if you're not going to get moving on this, I will call somebody else. I was like, oh, okay, 10-4 on that. We're going to get right on it. So anyway, here we are. So awesome job, Oscar, on that. Really appreciate that. That was excellent. That was really excellent. Um, also want to give a shout out to Nancy. Glad to see you here, Nancy. Hope you're doing well today. So anyway, that seems to be the gist of the regular listeners. And listen, anybody out there, too, if you're coming in, one of my biggest things I like to do, I like to interact with the listeners. Because a lot of people like the interaction. It makes people feel special. I mean, it really does. I, this is something I learned when I DJed. I talked about this briefly yesterday. I'm not going to go into it again today. But 
if you want to have good, solid interaction, um, you know, go confirm your email and Podbean so you can change your name and your icon or your emoji. Again, you don't have to put your real name. You don't have to put your real picture up. I mean, look, nobody put their real picture up or, you know, really the real first name or anything like that. I mean, not many people anyways. And you don't you don't have to. But, you know, if you want engagement or anything like that, hey, by all means, um, do it. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, but now if you just want to be left alone, then then don't. Um, and if you're a spy or an infiltrator and you just want to listen to listen, <laughs> then, hey, by all means, have fun infiltrating. Um, if you start spouting off stupid crap in the chat, you will get blocked. And then when you get blocked, this is what you're going to get. Troll alert. Troll alert. I smell a stinky troll. I smell a stinky troll. So that's what's going to happen if we get trolls up in this chat. So there you go. Okay, let's get started into the reading. Again, Genesis chapter 22, we're reading out of the New King James Version. We got, how many verses here do we have? Come on. Uh, we have, eh, not too bad, 24 verses today. All right. Excuse me for one second. Okay. So, We're talking about Abraham's faith being confirmed now in this reading. Okay. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, excuse me, hold on. And he said, here I am. Hold on a second. I've got something messed up here on user error. This is definitely a user error here on my behalf. Pardon me, guys. Sorry about that. Okay. And he said, here I am. Then he said, Take now your sons, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, because this was God talking. We're going to repeat. Then he said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his sons, young men, with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offerings and laid it on Isaac and his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My "My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering." So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, 
Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out from heaven and said, By myself I have sown, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, Blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together in Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Now it came to pass that after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Indeed, Milcah also has borne children to your brother Nahor, whose is uh, his firstborn, whose firstborn, I hope I pronounced that right, uh, Booz, his brother, Kamul, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazal, Pildash, uh, boy, these are crazy names here, Jidlaf and Bethul. And Bethul begot Rebekah, and these eight, Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Rima, also bore Taba, Gaim, Thahash, and Makkah. Man, talk about some tongue twister names right there. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 24. Wow. I'll tell you what. What do you think, uh, what do you think Isaac was thinking on all this? <laughs> I mean, he's like, yo, now I'm paraphrasing here, right? I'm I'm making it um <laughs> I'm making kind of a modern interpretation of this, but He's probably like, uh, yo, dad. Yes, son. Um, I see this altar here and, uh, I see a lot of wood and fire. Um, where's the lamb? Oh, don't worry about that, son. God will provide. Oh, okay. And then the awkward moment where he's like, son. Get up on the altar. What? Get up on the altar. Well, that's where the sacrifice goes. Exactly. Okay. You imagine how awkward that could have, that was, you know, that probably was at that point until the angel came and intervened <laughs> saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Hold on a second now, Abraham. Um, we know now that you are very, very faithful to God. Um, we have provided you the actual burnt offering. Uh, release your son. Uh, don't go any further. You imagine a walk home after that? 
like the death, like the death gaze he's probably giving his dad going all the way home. Like you were going to knock me out. Yeah, I probably would have been pretty bitter if I was the son. <laughs> I'm just saying that would have been pretty, pretty, pretty wild. But, you know, it, it goes to show you, though, his Abraham's, um, what do you want to call it? His faith to God. Although a little bit messed up, I don't know if I would have been able to take it that far. Um, but that's, yeah, I don't know. It's really kind of crazy and wild. But anyways, so what did we read here? So in Genesis 22, it contains one of the most iconic stories in all of literature. Abraham's near sacrifice of his son, Isaac. And, you know, like I said, it's a very troubling story for many, mostly because it's so often misunderstood as it was for me, to be quite frank with you. And so when when read as part of the long, detailed story of Abraham, you know, this is an event which reveals the depth of Abraham's trust in God, right? I mean, that's ultimately what the big message here is, 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 you know what? God will provide. And one of the qualities that God values most in his people is that, that deep trust, right? Now, sometime after the birth of Isaac, while Abraham is still living in Beersheba, God speaks to him again. And this time God comes to test Abraham's faithfulness and obedience with a specific command. Abraham was to take Isaac to the land of Moriah, and there he is to offer him up as a burnt offering on one of the mountains. And so God makes his command especially poignant by acknowledging up front that Abraham loves Isaac, his only son. Now, most criticisms of this story start and end here with the idea that Abraham would ever, you know, would, would ever obey such a command from God. And it's important to realize that, however, that this is not the first time Abraham has heard from God. Now, if this was the first time he heard from God, he probably would have questioned it. But nor is, you know, is it the first time Abraham has been presented with a situation that he didn't fully understand. Now, however, God faithfully provided a son to Abraham, even though Abraham could not see how it was possible. Because remember, God always makes the impossible possible. People need to remember that. God will always make the impossible possible. So, God was righteous in his destruction of Sodom, saving Lot, right? Even though Abraham didn't understand how this could happen. And now Abram has to decide if he trusts God enough to obey a seemingly impossible command. even when he does not fully understand how God plans to make things right. I'll tell you what, that's a huge leap of faith, if, I'm, if I say so myself. Abraham doesn't hesitate. He gets up early, he summons you know, two of his servants, along with Isaac, collects enough wood for the burnt offering, loads it up on the donkey, and we don't know exactly how old Isaac is at this point, but he is capable of traveling without his mother and is asking intelligent questions and carrying wool, you know, wood for his father. And most likely Isaac is probably a teenager at this point. And so the small group immediately heads out on a three-day trip to Moria. Now, once there, Abraham leaves the servants and donkey behind and heads up into the hills with Isaac and the wood. Now, does Abraham expect God to stop him before he kills Isaac? Perhaps, but perhaps not. 
So Hebrews 11, chapter uh, 11, verse 19 gives us a clue where it says, Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. Now, in any case, Abraham doesn't slow down even when Isaac asks, where's the lamb? Abraham just simply replies that God will provide the lamb, and Isaac, for his part, seems willing to cooperate with his father. Now, after building the altar, Abraham binds Isaac and lays him on it. Now, before he kills his own son, that's when he starts hearing the Lord's voice rings out from heaven, commanding Abraham, okay, don't harm Isaac. The test is over. Abraham, you passed. Now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And so a substitute sacrifice was provided in the form of a ram that was caught in the thicket right behind Abraham. And the ram was offered, and Abraham names the mountain the Lord will provide. And then the Lord renews and emphasizes his promises to Abraham once more, swearing by himself because of Abraham's obedience, the Lord's promises to bless Abraham and to, you know, to multiply his offspring exponentially and to give Abraham's offspring victory over their enemies. And so the Lord adds another promise. All the nations of the earth will be blessed through Abraham's offspring. Something that happens unequivocally when Abraham's descendant, Jesus, becomes the means by which all may come into God's blessing of grace through faith. So Genesis 22 ends <clears throat> with a list of 12 children of Abraham's brother. Pretty much the names that I just struggled with, which I'm not going to go through them again and struggle through it. I plowed through it once already. <laughs> But Abraham's son Isaac will eventually marry Rebekah, and they will father Jacob, whose children would form the tribes of God's chosen people, Israel. What a very interesting and really, honestly, a suspenseful story when you read it. Looks like we got some more people here in the chat. We got Rietta and her husband Donnie. I know he's sitting there next to her more than likely, and Got Destry up there in Alaska, Frosty the Snowman. Howdy, howdy. My mom's in the house here, Coastal Runner. Got some people in the house. So, but anyway, but that, that is the reading of Genesis chapter 22. Like I said, I'll close this out. I got a couple things I'm going to discuss. I don't really have any real agenda on the next show. It won't be an hour like it typically has been. It'll be a quick little show, but I got a couple things. One, one video that I came across, um, it's a couple years old. You guys have probably all seen it, but it's worth playing the audio because A, I like the song, and B, it just really set a fire in my soul again after watching it and listening to it over and over and over and over again today. Oh, Rietta says, I'm driving home. No Donnie yet. Oh, poor Donnie. You're listening to this show without Donnie? How rude. Why would you do that? Poor Donnie. My boy Donnie sitting at home waiting for Rietta. Come on, babe. We need to listen to his hard line. Now he's going to feel disappointed that you went ahead and listened. That's not nice. That is not nice. As a matter of fact, it's so not nice. You know, this is how not nice it is. This is this is it right here. How rude. Yeah, how rude. How rude. Don't be rude. Yeah, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. It's not nice. Anyway. Real quick, I do want to play a couple jokes real quick from my favorite dads on TikTok. 
they have that channel called Doc Talk. Um, we'll play a couple of these real quick, and we'll close us out in the prayer, and we'll go quickly to the next show. My wife has been missing for a week, and the police told me to prepare for the worst. So I went back to Goodwill and got all of her stuff back. <laughs> I ate a kid's meal at McDonald's today. His mom got really angry. Last night at the airport, there was a woman completely passed out in the baggage carousel. She slowly came around. I'm changing my <laughs> username to nobody. That way, when people post something stupid, I can like it. They'll say, nobody likes this. I've been trying to come up with good jokes about airplanes, but I can't get any of them to land correctly. <laughs> stupid. I went to the toy store and asked the manager where the Arnold Schwarzenegger dolls were. He said, I'll be back. Dumb. That was a terrible joke. I kind of wish I started my gray hair in Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Scientists got together to study the effects of alcohol in people's walks. The results were staggering. I have a bunch of jokes about unemployed people, but unfortunately, none of them seem to work. I had to kick Cinderella. I tell you what, these jokes, these jokes, these guys crack me up. Um, but anyways, but yeah, so there you go. There's your Doc Talk. Um, these guys are great. Sometimes they tell some really good jokes, and then there's times it's just like, come on guys like these these jokes kind of suck and then you just you can't help but just want to do this <laughs> so all right so let's do a quick prayer real quick and then we'll close this out and we'll do another quick show on the other side so heavenly father we want to say thank you very much for this time together and appreciate all the many blessings that you bring to our lives thank you for the gift of companionship and our spouses and thank you for the gift of work we thank you for a roof over our head and food in the pantry. Thank you for things that we use on a daily basis that we often take for granted, like uh, automobiles, cars, right? Uh, electricity, uh, indoor plumbing for most of us. Um, these are just, you know, the basic creature comforts that we often forget. So we just want to say thank you for, for blessing us, really, truly blessing us with all the things that we need. We don't need the most extravagant toys or need a whole lot we just we just want our basic things covered right food warmth clothes love companionship friendship and most importantly just laughter and a big open joyful heart we pray all this in your holy son's name jesus christ amen amen ladies and gentlemen amen so we'll close this out and we will return on the other side does that work are you guys sick of me and you're like, nah, we're good. You can just stop. <laughs> you could just stop. <laughs> and as my wife says, begin each day with a grateful heart. You know what? So she has a podcast. I'm going to just call her out as well as give her a call out, shout out while calling her out. So you guys need to go on her page. Uh, grateful heart. You, you can find her. I mean, just click on who I follow. There's like only two or three people I follow. One of them's Oscar. One of them's Destry. I think the only other one is uh, obviously my wife. I don't follow many people. 
So go f- give her a follow. Go listen to some of her. And they're quick. They're not like, you know, um, 30, 40, 50 minute long things like I do where you're just hearing, you know, some full ramble on and on and on. She actually has some really good intentional uh, prayers and nice little um, like five, six, seven minute, depending on the one. Uh, they're really good little quick things, right? If you need a quick pick me up in the morning while you're getting ready or on your way to work, right? And you don't feel like listening to, you know, his hard line for an hour. Um, check it out. Check it out. Seriously. We're going to continue to bug her and harass her to do more. Uh, now that we got the studio, maybe we can get her to like, come on down here and, or I could take this microphone upstairs because she's got her own MacBook uh, desktop computer. Um, so I can actually take my other microphone that I used to use and go plug it in up there and teach her how to do, you know, so this way she has some good sound quality. Uh, so yeah, we're going to try to get her to get back doing this again, because I tell you what, people really enjoyed her stuff. Um, it was great. So, um, babe, I know you're listening. So yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. So, okay. We will be right back on the other side. And if we don't see on the other side, I hope you have a blessed Wednesday, a great rest of your week, and we will be back here tomorrow. So God bless ladies and gentlemen. And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? You of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him?